Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 270 for Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. How is it going, onesies? How have you been? I know it's been a minute since I've chatted with you. I do apologize for the delay. Anyone who's tuning in for the first time, welcome to the One Man Podcast. My name is Josh Williams. I am a comedian, earthling, uh, all sorts of other things. Very, very tardy individual at the moment. Um, I have had a lot of things happen, guys, since last we spoke, and I will tell you about them uh, as I fill in the gaps of the podcast, uh, this is, this was meant to be available right on time. Sadly, uh, I'm recording it a week late. However, I will be recording episode 270 and then right away after it's 271. So 271 will be on time for you guys. 270 was going to be on time. Um, but I've done a lot of things since we chatted last. Uh, I don't even remember what the last episode was that, that we had in terms of actually getting out on time. There are gaps at the moment. So if anyone's tuning in going, why the fuck are there episodes sporadically? It's because they haven't been recorded at this point. Um, I owe you guys time and I will be filling in those episodes. I'm very excited that some of the episodes that, uh, I, I pulled will be coming back. I just need an opportunity to sit down and put those all back up. So I'm very, very excited to, to do that with you guys. Um, but as it stands right now, I am recording episode 270. So just to explain very quickly to those of you who have been following around where the gaps came from, um, I did start a new job that I told you guys about, and that was kind of the last little bit that we spoke. Uh, the reason being is, um, I had a trip, uh, booked to, to Vegas, uh, with the love of my life, uh, for her birthday. And I just started with this company, but that trip was already scheduled, booked, paid for everything like that. And so my company agreed to, to, you know, Hey, no worries. You're new. We're still gonna let you go on this trip. However, um, you know, we're going to ride your heart up until then. Cause we need you. And I was like, okay, that's, that's fair. So I had almost no spare time. Um, I was working 12 hour days, uh, at the tulip festival and I'll tell you guys all sorts of things about that too, as time comes. But, uh, as I fill in those gaps, I should say, because I'm basically taking notes of, of, uh, everything on the week. So I'll let you guys know about that. Um, in terms of, of other things that happened, I actually had my good buddy, Chad, who I met over the PlayStation, uh, during the pandemic, I actually drove down to Elmira, New York, picked him up, brought him back here for a couple of weeks. And, uh, and he left his small town uh, to see the, uh, the capital of Canada, first time in Canada for first time in Ottawa. Um, so very, very, very exciting. Um, and I'll have chat on the episode to talk about that. I will have crystal on and we will go through our entire trip. Those episodes are coming guys. I don't intend to, to drag them out. Um, I've just been worked like crazy. In fact, the day after I got back from Vegas, I drove down to New York. Uh, so there was like no interim, there was no catching up. There was no getting rid of the jet lag. It was quite literally, you know, and then as soon as I brought Chad back up, it wasn't two weeks of vacation. It was, I was still working during the day and then doing my best to entertain my, my friend in the evenings days off, not a thing, but I will tell you guys all about that. Um, you know, I'm, I, I just was, uh, I was busy. I was busy. I literally came home. My, my, my luggage exploded and I didn't have, I have not had a clean surface to set up the podcast equipment. And since I've been back, so that, you know, as sad as that may sound, um, you guys have heard old episodes where I'm literally yawning through the whole thing. Cause I'm exhausted. There was no way I could come home from a full day of work, uh, after being out for 10 hours, uh, clean off my desk for two hours. And I mean, like, that's crazy. Like I, I, I take a picture, but it's embarrassing. It was just like everything like little, you know, you, you're opening up your, your, uh, toiletries bag and taking out little odds and ends and they would just rest on my desk. So it was quite, quite literally like, you know, like a, like <laughs> I'd say Halloween bag of candy exploded, not, not 
in the candy aspect, but just so many little things. It wasn't like I had one pile of paper that I could have picked up. You know what I mean? It was quite literally papers and, and cords and electronics and little fucking doohickeys. Everything had a place. And so after 10 hour day, I was not prepared to come home and start, you know, I'm not going to grab all that shit, throw it on my bed. Couldn't, it would spill up from under my arms and Lord knows what would break or shatter. Anyways, the point is the desk organization itself was, uh, you know, like a one to two hour job. And you know what? Maybe you're more organized or you're faster dealing with that shit. I, I fucking daydream because I got ADD. All right. So for me to clean off, like, I don't know if you can hear this in the background. This is me patting a nice clean desk. All I got in front of me is my fucking clipboard. A couple of highlight is here as I cover the many subjects. And of course the recording device on the side. Um, so yeah, it's nice to have everything set. Um, it was ready last week. Sadly, I got called into work before I was able to record. And, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm referring to this particular week's episode, the July 6th episode. It is currently July 12th. So the 13th will be out on time. God willing, I got to get this one out of the way first, but, uh, anyways, all those episodes, uh, are coming guys. I'm happy to say I'll be, uh, re-releasing episodes that were pulled back in December. So 2022 has been very spotty for the one man podcast, but just so you know, I am working on things. I'm committed to this being a regular weekly thing that you can depend on and a little more entertaining. Um, all sorts of shit in my life. And I'll, I'll do my best to do all the housekeeping, to get everything up to date. But I have been working for a new financial tech company as of the beginning of May. And, uh, I'm busting my ass with them. Um, it's Neo great company. Um, great product. It's just, uh, it's just very, very demanding, uh, as we look for the right team, uh, in Ottawa. So myself and my, uh, my manager are, are, are basically building a team and we're, we're tweaking the things that don't work. Um, you know, anyways, it, it's, it's a lot of effort. Sadly, I can't say that the team we have currently is like, all right, we got a fucking ACE team. We are, we're the, f I, I am, I'm reticent to, to even pick an example of like a team. Cause they could be, I was going to say like the, oh, we're like the Florida Panthers. Fuck. They could be killing it right now. I really, I have no idea. My finger is not on the pulse of any, we're the, we're the Cleveland Browns, right? That's a safe bet. They're shit all the time. Um, so we are like, and, and unfortunately in our industry, we can't be like, all right, well, we're going to get a first round draft pick at least like, nope, the, we, we have a, a, a team out West that is doing our hiring for us and the prospects that they're sending us. It's like that scene in a fucking, you know, in a movie where it's like, you know, these are the guys you got me fucking longest yard. These are the prisoners. We got, we got Armageddon, right. Lining up these guys. We're sending a bunch of oil drillers into space. You know what I mean? Like it's that it's like, okay, this is the ragtag group. We're going to have to whip into gear. Um, so it's, it's been tough. So that's, we're working really hard to build the team that we, we want to build. Um, but in terms of Neo, um, I just want to remind you guys, Neo is an absolutely no fee MasterCard. It gives you, I get 50 bucks for you for free. If you want to try it out, the example that I can give you is, you know how, if you sign up for Uber, they give you some free rides to try it out. No risk to yourself, right? Skip the dishes. Oh, here's some free food. Try it out. You know what I mean? See if you like it. Um, that's basically what we're doing is we're giving you 50 bucks to try the card out. If you don't like it, no big deal. You literally are not on the hook for anything. And I think that's what most people's hesitation is when I talk to them in the field is that they, they just don't believe that there's no fees attached. It's like onesies. Listen, if you're new to the one man podcast, I get it. I have no credibility with you. My onesies are probably like, Hey man, you promised me every week. So I'm like a deadbeat dad right now. You know what I mean? It's like, you said you were going to come and plant ah, next weekend, buddy. I'll, I'll come next week for sure. Um, I'm just saying that if I built no trust with you guys, that I wouldn't lie to you and risk losing you forever for the sake of, of a signup. It's no, it's the, the, the truth is you literally get, we had, we had 5,000 partners when I started working for Neo in January, we now have 7,000. The company is now worth over a billion dollars in two years. Okay. It is the fastest growing company in Canadian history. I don't know how many times I have to say it. It is unbelievable, uh, what we are doing. And, um, and I'm just, I'm just jazzed to be able to offer you guys early access, right? It's like, it's like if you were walking by Uber in the first year, right. And they're like, Hey, you want to get in the backseat of a stranger's car? Maybe save a few bucks on the ride. You're going to be like, hard. No, hard. No, I'm not signing up to get murdered. Thank you very much. Right. But that's now, now, if you have somebody who's like, Hey, I'm going to go call a cab. You're like, what? You don't have Uber or Lyft. What the hell's wrong with you here? I'll send you, I'll give you free rides to see how much better it is. You know what I mean? It's just the way now. Well, Neo is doing the same thing with, with banking and rewards cards. So no fees and nothing but instant, very, very important to flex that instant cash back at over 7,000 partners. And I don't mean 7,000 locations. All right. Like booster juice. That's one partner. 
you know, the keg, that's one partner. So that's one partner, but it's every location, right? So you're getting your own money back everywhere. So it's, it's unprecedented. Uh, sadly, my American listeners, even, uh, just to throw it out there, even Chad was up here and he came to work with me a couple of days and he was like, he saw it and he was like, fuck, I just, I, I wish I was Canadian. I could, I, I'd sign up for this thing instantly. You know, um, I haven't had a single person that I know of who's signed up for Neo and had been like, oh, big regrets. It's not what you said. Like, you know, if we got those, I would immediately start vetting them. And if it turned out that, that there was some sort of back end issue going on, I'd leave the company. Um, but it's not, you know what I mean? It's just a, it's just a bunch of innovators and, uh, we're giving away free money to try it out. So if you want $50 risk-free, all you got to do is send an email to contact at one man podcast.com and I will reply with a link. All you can do is click on, you do it over your own phone, it takes five minutes and then you'll have 50 bucks you can use right away. And if you use that 50 bucks, you don't have to pay us back. If you decide, Hey, I just wanted the money. I don't want to use this thing. Great. Throw it in a drawer. You'll never pay anything for it. There's literally no fees, no sign up, no monthly, no annual, no inactivity and no cancellation fees. It's literally free money. So get on that contact at one man podcast.com. Get your free fucking money. All right. I'll leave it at that going forward, guys. I promise I won't have so many, like, um, I won't have so many, uh, or such a long plug for Neo. I'll just do a quick little reminder, 50 bucks in your pocket. And that also gives me 50. If you were wondering like, well, what's the thing? Yeah, I got, I got definitely got, uh, you know, some, uh, I get a, I get a kickback for that as well. Um, which I appreciate, but Hey, that helps the podcast. I can give you money. You can give me money. Everybody's happy. And, uh, and it'll help me be a little more on time because I'll hire a maid to keep my desk clear. The, um, the, the events themselves, guys, like, uh, what we're doing is right now we're working in malls doing activations. We also did, um, like an Italian week festival, which I'm sure I'll put on the, uh, on the, the list for a previous episode missed. But, uh, at the moment, it just turns out that I'm working with, uh, some of my staff are very childish. Um, sadly it's their first job. Um, they're not really big into sales. They're more into, uh, taking out their phones and taking pictures of each other, uh, than they are doing the job. And that sucks. I'm not going to name names. I'm not gonna put anybody on blast. It just sucks that, um, the, the, there's a few people who are, um, comfortable approaching people. Sadly, I have a lot of introverts, uh, which is why I was kind of throwing a little bit of shade at the hiring department. It's like somebody has got like no experience even talking to someone, um, you know, and, and they've got no retail experience, no sales experience, no whatever. And they're like, you sound perfect for a talking to people in public, you know, and taking rejection after rejection. So it's, it's, uh, it's difficult, but sadly the ones who are a little outgoing and willing to talk to people are just talking with each other and playing on their phones. So, um, sucks sucks. And that's what I mean by we, we are trying to build a team. Um, but we still, while we're trying to find the right people, um, at the same time, have a lot of difficulty, uh, you know, and we still have, have, uh, events and stuff like that. So, uh, that's, what's, that's, what's taken up a shitload of my time is effectively trying to do schedules and, and fill time. And then of course, when we don't have enough people, that's my ass that's uh, out there doing it. So, um, yeah, we got some events coming up and, uh, we'll see. Whatever. That's, that's just, I mean, that's the part of this podcast, right? Is knowing what's going on with me personally, professionally. That's what's going on with me right now. I took a fucking awesome trip though, to one of my favorite places in the world, Costco. <laughs> You're like, Oh, was it Paris? Was it no nah, Costco, man? I love Costco. Um, no, I, I, I went to the Costco business center, which is a little different. And one of the things that they got, so it's basically just like things that you would buy for stores, right? Regular Costco, you can get stuff for, for personal and home consumption as well as if you run a store, but the business center has all sorts of really cool, like containers and business application stuff, things for kitchens. Like if basically if you're running a business, it's a great place for the things that you might need there. Even like, yeah, like to take out containers, things like that. Um, but they also have like larger section of snacks and drinks and things like that. Because, you know, if you're filling your fridge, uh, and your store, you want to make sure that you've got, you know, a variety of products or whatever it is. It's just, it's, it's a cool place to go and be like, Oh, this is where they get the stuff for this, that, or the other. Um, it, it was neat. Um, I picked up a bunch of Starbucks mocha drinks, uh, and they are chilling in the fridge right now. Absolutely love those. I think I got 15 of them for like, 
I think it was like 15 or $16, which is amazing. A buck a piece versus like $4 in store. Um, you know, just shake one up, have it on the way to work. Yum, yum ski. Um, that's a, that's a cool thing. I got, uh, I think I got like a 12 or, or 16 pack of chocolate milk, like little chocolate milk bottles you throw in the fridge. They're great because you don't have to refrigerate them. You, you throw them in the fridge when you're ready to cool them. Uh, and those were like seven bucks, I think. So it's great. It's great. I don't know what this is. It's not a plug for Costco. Costco is not a partner. I just fucking love Costco. And if you're in the Ottawa area or if your city has a Costco business center, it's basically just like a giant Costco, but, but the stuff inside has got more of a business uh, application than other. Oh, what about that? Huh? What about that? Um, I think uh, I've already just basically told you guys roughly that, Hey, like I've been working hard for Neo, went to Vegas, uh, had Chad come up and visit and that's kind of everywhere I've been since the last check-in. Um, I know that I still owe you guys a ton of episodes, um, you know, for the new year. And I think honestly, a lot of those are going to be like 30 minute episodes where it's maybe a top five list. I'll talk about a, a movie or something like that. And maybe just a quick little touch in on what I did, because as it gets further and further away, my memories of the, you know, nitty gritty of the weeks, you know, kind of go away. I, I mean, I do, uh, I recently did a set for the first time, but I'll tell you guys about that in that episode. I've got all the sheets of notes, so I do have some note check-ins. I'm able to go through my calendar and sort of see the things that I did that I may have forgotten about, you know, which specifically at this moment, which week was what, but it'll be fun. We'll be, we'll be cute little check-ins and the, all the ends will tie together. And then going forward, we're just going to fucking slam out as much stuff as we have, but I've, I've gone to see some movies in the theater, all sorts of stuff like that. And hopefully by the time I get them that they're not, uh, already you know, available for streaming and stuff like that. I'm going to try to get on it guys. If I can fit in a third episode today, I will just to, just to, to, to tighten the, the tighten this fucking shit back up because it's falling apart, falling apart. God damn it. Um, so I got, uh, yeah. What else? What else have I got? I got to just tell you guys about some little things that I did and then I'll get to the top five, right? Always a top five list. Uh, and I tend to keep that, um, as it stands right now. um, Let's do, uh, let's do some, some, some games and some shit like that, that I got. And then, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guess at this point in time, I'll have to remind you guys, I'll remind you in case you're listening to it chronologically, but at this point in time of this calendar date on the podcast, um, the lovely lady, uh, love of my life has COVID. She doesn't have COVID anymore, but at this particular moment, <laughs> uh, in time, July 6th. Um, my lady still has COVID and, uh, and she wasn't feeling too good. Okay. So she, uh, I, I basically a couple of times where I, I drop her off some stuff, her and the, the kiddo mix had, uh, had COVID. Um, so basically I was doing a little bit of grocery shopping for them and picking them up some stuff I need, but I went, uh, I went to the bookstore, had a little bit of book credit there, book credit. Indigo credit chapters, whatever you guys still have in the States, make sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. And I went into the store and I was like, okay, um, Crystal's a big fan of true crime and, uh, she listens to, to, to true crime podcasts. She watches documentaries on TV. I think it scares me. <laughs> like it doesn't, but I'm like, should I be worried about her watching all the ways that other women killed their husbands and got caught? Cause, uh, I think she's just trying to basically build a, us, uh, you know, a foolproof plan to end me, even though I'm not worth anything and we're not married, but we'll see. So I know she's a big fan of that. And so I asked, um, I asked these, uh, these lovely reps at, uh, at chapters Indigo for some suggestions on, on true crime books. So I know that she, there's an author, uh, named Greg Olson, G R E G G O L S E N. I thought it was Olson, but it's Olsen. Um, and he's written a bunch of different, different books. He writes a lot of these true crime or sorry, not true crime necessarily, but like, you know, crime fiction books, this, these cases and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I can't, I honestly can't remember any of the time. Uh, you know what? Give me one sec here through the magic of pause. I can pull up the phone and tell you some of his books. Um, if you tell a true story of murder, family secrets, and the unbreakable bond of sisterhood, that's one that I think I saw like crystal, she had that one. So I'm like, okay, let's, uh, let's get her that one. or sorry. She had that. So I recognized it and I was like, I remember being Greg Olson. So I looked, uh, and then there was one called the last thing she ever did that one I saw in store and I'm like, all right, I'll get her that. 
right? It says from the New York number one, what for, from the number one New York best time selling author comes a psychological thriller exploring things we dare to do when no one is looking. The community along Oregon's Deschutes River is one of the blah, 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 blah. Dot, 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 dot. I'd finish it if it was there, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not clicking in all over the place. So I got that one. I got another one. I think it was called, if I can't have you, Susan Powell, her mysterious disappearance and the murder of her children. That one might be a real one. Um, or maybe not. I don't know. There's a picture of a family on the front. So I was like, ah, oh, is it real? Um, is it real? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's Greg Olson and Rebecca Morris. Anyways, I got her, um, I got her a few of these Greg Olson books and then I, um, and then I looked around for some other stuff. I found one called the game and it's not uh, the book based on the Michael Douglas movie. It's, it's some sort of like, I guess I'll have to get crystal to tell me what, uh, what it's about because that's one she dove into almost immediately. A little bit of time travel on this one is, is she's been burning through it. So she's like, it's great. And it's bouncing around different people at different times. So it's, I think it has a, um, not saw, What's I guess it's one of a bunch of different people. I don't know. Like an, I, I really, you know what? I, it's hard to it's hard to describe. But she says that it's basically telling like what one person's doing. So these people all get. Um, there's different contestants from different you know walks of life, and uh, they're all you know pitted to do these things. And if you don't don't do what you're supposed to do, so I guess it has like a saw element in that regard, where it's like you got to do this or whatever. I don't know if these people get killed if they don't do, I, I really don't know. All, all I know is that crystals mentioned that it's particularly compelling. The, the shit people are going through is crazy, but it taught, it tells the story of like one person, like one chapter is like this person. Then the next chapter is this next person. And it just came going person by person by person. And then, uh, and then it bounces back to them, like the next step or whatever. So, um, she was still relatively early in the book when she was explaining it to me, but, um, she wasn't going in depth. But, um, anyways, she thought it was super cool. And I know that it's one of the ones it's like a bestseller that is currently on clearance and like all the different, uh, I was an indigo, several different indigos, uh, just books, uh, book gathering lately. And, um, it was like right front and center of all of them. And it was like on sale, like 33% off. So, um, quite a large book. So you'll also get your money's worth out of the, the read because there is quite a lot to read. Um, but yeah, so it's called the game. Actually, I may as well get you guys rather than, you know, me doing it. Hey, let's do the game, man. I'm going to do the book, the game, and I'm going to try to tell you what it's about. Not know. So right now, currently at the time of this, um, it says the game by Scott Kershaw. Okay. And it's 15 bucks is what it's saying. $15 if you ordered online. Um, or you can get more of it and for, but anyways, a large paperback to tell you how many came out May 31st, 2022. So, so right. Brand new me papers. I wonder, does it tell you how big details and specs, uh, 400 pages, you guys, is that a lot? sounds like a lot. All right, let's get you guys, let's get you guys a synopsis. So here's, here's the synopsis of the game to save their life. You have to play. Okay. There you go. The number one audio bestseller. Exciting and original Simon McCleave, dark fiendish, yada, yada, yada. Um, Adam Croft across the globe, five strangers receive a horror or, or sorry. Yeah. It was a, this year's must read by Adam Croft. The negative says, okay, across the globe, five strangers receive a horrifying message from an unknown number. The person you love most is in danger to save them. Each must play the game, a sinister unknown entity that has a single rule. They can only, there can only be one winner. If you lose your loved one will die. But what is the game and why have they been chosen? There's only one thing each of them knows for sure that they'll do anything to win. Welcome to the game. You've just started playing a breakneck thriller filled with nonstop suspense. Perfect for fans of Harlan Coben, Mark Dawson and Terry Hayes. I don't know any of those guys. Um, I am a pilgrim. Readers love the game. What? This was an absolute better book. Okay. I think it's just fucking testimonies at that point. All right. Well, that's the book she's reading. All right. Everybody's fucking doing stuff. There's also the, the game by Neil Strauss, which I did listen to the audiobook one. And that was like a pickup artist. And then he completely like 180 on himself a few years later and, and made the, the truth. It's like the game and then the truth. And it was like all about love and stuff like that. Like, but like love, love is real and, and this and that. I don't know. Just, I, I don't have a problem with someone writing about love, but I just, I hate when people like 180 on their own shit. You know what I mean? Like such conviction. Also, I guess, uh, it bothers me that, um, they made a shitload of money and then completely con like, I, like I invested the time just to listen 
And then it's like, ah, I was full of shit. I was like, ah, fuck you. Give me my money back then. You take the, the, the money you made and you put it into your new book sales, if that's what you believe. Anyway, enough about that. Um, so yeah, I got her some, some, uh, I got her the game. I got her some Greg Olson books. And then I asked, uh, the staff there if they had any recommendations. So one of them jumped on the thing. Hey, anybody got any recommendations for, you know, true crime? Ah, slurpy, slurpy of the coffee, an old staple back in the podcast. Um, and one of them was like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, I couldn't hear it, but she was like, oh, over here. So she goes and she gets this book called the Donnelly's, um, the aftermath. And it was about some, like, I guess, uh, some old case or whatever. Um, so I was jazzed. Uh, like they were like, you know, unanimously like, oh, this is a great book. It's, it's, you know, true crime. I believe it's Canadian true crime. Um, not exactly listed that way, but it's something that, that, you know, pertains to Canada. So I was great. I, and I, and I brought the books that gave them to Crystal and she noticed, she's like, oh, this Donnelly's one, it says volume two. What's the first one? I was like, what the fuck? So I jump on the app and turns out that, um, there's two parts. There's two volumes to this. There's the, the, the Donnelly's volume one powder keg, which is, I guess, all of the actions and the crime itself. And then volume two is like the aftermath. So it's like the, 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 the trial and all this other stuff. Um, but it's funny because I didn't like, they didn't say, Hey, the Donnelly's I walked over and grabbed volume two, like an idiot. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, aware. Um, careful is not the word I'm looking for. Oh God, are we doing that again? Where I can't land on a word, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty aware, pretty alert. I'm pretty fucking careful. Um, you know, I, I looked it over. I didn't it, like this volume two was so small on the cover. So I was like, okay, well I got to find the other one, but it's just strange to me that they would, they would hand me the, the wrong book, right? If there's two of them, it's like, oh, here you go. The Donnelly's boom. And I was like, okay, great. Thanks. You know, anyways. Uh, so I, I went back a couple of days later and I purchased the volume one. So Crystal now has volume one and two of the Donnelly's supposed to be a great true crime book. Um, very excited for her and something that she can do while she's stuck inside recovering from the Rona. Um, I also bought some games for myself games, Josh, you bought books for your girlfriend. Yeah. She's smart. She reads. I'm dumb. I play games. I actually bought two video games. Um, Oh, look at that. I wrote the same thing back for two weeks in a row. Well, I guess I'll cut it off the first one. Um, I, I basically have, uh, have been playing, um, well, I played a little bit of a game called Trek to Yomi. It's like a, I guess a samurai game or something like that. But the whole idea is the side scroller. It's all black and white and it has this look of like old Japanese sort of samurai games. It's not particularly long. Apparently it's like five or six. It's really repetitive in terms of what you're doing. It's just kind of visually nice. So it wasn't expensive and I'm probably almost finished it, even though it's only like a, like a five hour game. Um, so Trek to Yomi, um, you know, even if you guys aren't gamers, I'm sure I get to these part and you're like, yeah, fuck next. Um, I'm also playing another game called Sifu, Sifu, S I F U, like shut the fuck up, but with an I S I F U. Um, that one's an interesting game. Uh, it is also very like Japanese martial arts. Uh, I didn't deliberately go with this theme. It just seemed to be that the two games I was looking at both kind of in the same vein. And, um, I guess what one samurai is Japanese and then like Kung Fu and shit is Chinese, I think. Um, but this is an interesting game. It is like a lot of hand to hand combat. Um, it's really cool. Definitely 3d, you know, you're kicking, you're, you're in environments like fighting in a fucking kitchen and you're kicking stools and, you know, throwing things as well as hand to hand combat. When people get into close, haven't played it yet. It looks incredible. I purchased it. I downloaded it. I'm really looking forward to getting an opportunity to fuck around with it. Um, but again, as I've mentioned, I don't have a ton of spare time anymore. So, um, now that, you know, I don't have a shitload of unpacking and cleaning and things like that to do, I'm able to, um, just kind of, you know, maybe have an hour or two at the end of the day where I can allow myself to just do it. The one nice thing I will say about having a day job again is at least I know that there's money coming. I mean, throughout the course of the pandemic, um, and with having like the, the Canadian emergency response benefit and things like that, it was really nice to know that there was a consistent income coming in. And as much as I work, you know, same thing when I was doing the, uh, the RV tour there, I, uh, I, oh, you know what? There's something, you know, happy Canada day to you guys, July 6th. I would have missed Canada day in the interim. So happy Canada day to you. Something I didn't even write down here was that I got to see Ryan. Uh, Ryan came to town. Uh, we handed out some, uh, some burger coupons on Parliament Hill for Canada day, uh, handed some out in the mall. It was really nice to see my buddy. 
Uh, we didn't spend too, too long together, maybe a couple hours, but, um, it was nice to see him. They offered me a whole weekend of gigs, but sadly with my commitments to Neo, um, I wasn't able to, but, uh, I throw that out there that I got to see Ryan and that was, uh, that was really cool. So, um, with the Serb doing that tour back in the fall and then now having this, this day job, um, money's coming in you know, at a regular pace, it's not so much like, okay, I got these gigs and then that money's going to go here. Then I got to put something else in the calendar. I need a gig there. Oh shit. What's happening over here. Um, I've got a little bit of, of, of steady income. And, uh, as long as I don't fuck it up, I should be good. I should be good. Um, knock on wood, knock on wood. Cause I don't want to lose it. I'm uh, very excited to have, uh, you know, some, some steady income, but it does, uh, I, I basically, Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. A lot of, a lot of hawing and, and huffing and things like that. Um, I'm just thinking back, like when I, back in 2013, uh, when I was living on my own, um, I just, I worked so much. I did like Uber the first eight hours of the day. And then I did like six to eight hours of pizza delivery in the afternoon. It was like, literally I'd finish Uber at two, come home, eat change, and then, you know, go to work for four o'clock at Domino's until like 11 or whatever, right. Go home, pass out and then do it all again the next day. Um, so I didn't really allow myself time. Like I, I, that's when I stopped playing video games for a while too is, um, I just, I, I hit this period where I was like, I don't, I don't have time for video games. I had an Xbox. I had a PlayStation did not have time to play them. I didn't even watch TV. Um, like I never just sat down and put on the TV, um, because I felt immensely guilty because I had so many bills. Like my rent alone was 1400. Then I had like my car payment, my insurance, all the utilities, like I just a ton of shit. I remember my, I remember my cost of living was $2,400 before I started, uh, before I paid for groceries, you know what I mean? So like just bills and, uh, and, and commitments and, and utilities and stuff, rent car, it was like 2,400 bucks. It was expensive. And, um, the only things I had were, were deliver, delivering pizzas and riding and, and driving Uber and Uber was tough because it was self-starting, right? Like if I was having a real, you know, if I had worked too late the night before and I just needed a few extra hours of sleep, I could do that, but I would miss out, you know, there's less competition in the morning driving Uber, uh, than there was in the afternoon or evenings. And I loved it because I would do six to two, which is an eight hour shift, but I would get the fuck out of Dodge right before rush hour started to get thick. Uh, cause it wasn't worth it to drive rush hour. So, um, just for what it's worth, I'm going back to like, just how it is now, you know, playing games during the pandemic was a different monster. Uh, again, I had the CERB coming in. There was, there wasn't, and it's not like I, I could just be like, no, I'm going to go out and do a show or I'm going to go out and do a marketing gig. It's like, there's nothing to do. I can't go out. There's nothing to do. Just sit and wait. So I, I forgave myself for that close to two year vacation. Um, just playing games and doing whatever. And it wasn't even two years, like a year and a half, right? We did March, 2020, 21, and then to summer. So 18 months, it was a long time. And I'll be honest with you. There was times where I was like, this is fucking great. I haven't had this level of stability and my income for a long time, but I just remember that when I was working, I would allow myself to watch TV while I ate. So if I had food or whatever, you know, make a meal, I'm like, I could sit and watch something while I was eating. As soon as I was done, I'd, I'd turn it off. So like, I'd be watching, I remember better call Saul was coming out. I would watch, it would take me like three or four meals to get through an episode because I'd eaten like 15 minutes and just off. Right. So I, that that was it. And then I get back to work. Uh, I just, I felt guilty just sitting and doing nothing. I'm like, I have to fucking, I have to earn income. I remember so many days where I was like, I was literally like a day or two before the end of the month. And it's like, I would make rent and it's like, all right, cool. Boom, done. All right, great. And then next one, day one, all right, time to gather it all up again. Like just burning, burning, burning. So I didn't play video games. Um, I, I didn't, I, I barely watched TV. So I still have like this this guilt sometimes shy of the pandemic where it's like, okay, we're, we're back to the world. You should be doing something. Um, so as much as I've talked in this podcast, uh, about games I've played and shit I've watched, generally speaking, um, if I'm watching something, there's something else going on. Excuse me for yawning. Um, I also tried to do this this morning and instead I'm doing it at like right now it's four o'clock in the afternoon. So 
I'm going to get two episodes done, two episodes. Um, the point is, is that I'm looking forward now that I have steady income again. Uh, it doesn't look like I have to be on the road or anything like that. I think that I'm allowing myself at the end of the day to be like, listen, if you want to put on a video game play for two hours, you're not shirking your responsibilities. Your bills are paid. You did your job. It's okay. And as much as you guys might listen to me sometimes and go, this fucking guy has not got as much stuff as me because I have kids and I have this and that. I'm like, listen, I fucking work hard with the stuff that I do. And I, I, <laughs> I'm not laughing at myself because I'm full of shit. It's, it's, I guess there's different things for everybody, right? I mean, some of you have kids and that's cool, man. Uh, I had a period of time where I had kids. I was with my lady and she, she, again, she was the one doing the vast majority of the parenting, but it's still, you're still two people, you know, in a responsibility doing things like I get it. I totally get it. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're married and you work all day and you come home and you have your kids and then you're killing yourself, I'm like, yeah, you'll go through the trenches too. Um, and it's worth it. It is worth it, but yeah, you know, you're not got a ton of, ton of time, but you know, you gotta have a good work life balance. Um, and for myself, uh, for a very long time, um, it was, it was tough, uh, because I didn't know where I was going to be in terms of work. I didn't know where I was going to be in terms of finances. Um, you know, life still hits you hard. I was, look, it took me a long time to adult. Um, and so for myself, you know, and being in the entertainment industry and all that other stuff, there was just, there was just no certainty. Um, you know? So as much as like some people are like, oh, I have so much more to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you know where your next paycheck is coming from. So I guess I'm, I'm among that, uh, which is great, but I'm, I'm fucking fighting hard to earn it. It's so funny too, cause I'm laughing at myself. I'm, I'm sitting here telling you guys about my employees that are not particularly, um, efficient or whatever. They just don't give a fuck with their job. I'm like, man, like when I, when I go in and tell them like, you know, Hey guys, you gotta do that. Like, you know, just saying you gotta, you gotta do your job, you know, get out there, whatever. That's the paraphrase version. But it's just so funny. I'm laughing at myself. I'm like, I'm so, I was so that fucking guy. I was so that fucking guy. Um, and I just, it's funny to me that I'm now disciplining myself and I'm just saying to these guys all the time, I'm like, listen guys, I can't care more about your job than you do. If you don't care, like get out of the way, someone else will want it. You're making 40 bucks an hour. You know what I mean? How do you, how do you, how do you not want to do the $40 an hour job? If you want to make 15 bucks an hour, go work at Tim Hortons. You know, anyways, blah, 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 blah. Um, the point is, yeah, I'm going to play some games. I'm going to watch some fucking movies and some shows, and I'm going to try to, you know, have a little bit more going on, uh, personally, just because like I said, I mean, I've been so busy. I can't even sit down with my, with my favorite people, the onesies and just rant about my life. Some of you, I'm sure were shaking your heads through all of that and wish you had my problems. Hey, sometimes I wish I had yours too. You know what I mean? But, uh, but we each have our own, uh, our own lives, our own goals and stuff there guys. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm doing my best with mine. Fuck. I gotta start making this funny. This isn't funny at all. Speaking of funny though, how about I, how about I just throw this out to you guys? Um, I will be performing at absolute comedy. The, uh, see if I'm still funny tour. Um, I'll be at absolute comedy in Ottawa, July 26th through 31st. I'll be hosting. So, uh, yeah, I, I did a spot a few weeks ago and I was super nervous. It was the longest I have ever been in my entire career without doing a show. And I was quite concerned of whether or not I was going to be funny. And, uh, and I'll tell you how that went on that particular episode. But for now, um, just know that I will be at absolute comedy. Did you like, Oh, I, I was booked for this week of hosting before I did that spot, just a heads up. So if you're like, well, he wouldn't have got the spot if he wasn't funny. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But if you want to come see me, absolute comedy, Ottawa, July 26th through July 31st, uh, 2022, of course, just in case, uh, go to absolutecomedy.ca for tickets, uh, or give them a call 613-233-8000. You can book tickets for any of the nights uh, of that week. Um, it's already selling up pretty quick, but yeah, feel free to, uh, to come see your boy, run his mouth, see if I'm still funny. Um, but on this podcast, I'm just trying to, I, there's so much shit I'm telling you guys about. Um, I've also been watching, this is one that's been, this is actually kind of fucking me up and I'll, I'll own this is, um, I've been watching the hell's kitchen series. Um, I'd watched like the first four or five seasons, uh, when, it, when they were coming out, but, uh, but I haven't watched any in years. And so, um, I'm watching 
the, the Hell's Kitchen series. And I think I'm into my third season of it since I've been home. Uh, and that's a lot, but I find myself putting it on like before bed or while I'm putting clothes away. And, uh, at night I can't because I just, I'll burn through like four or five episodes and I stay up till two in the morning and then I can't really function great the next day. Um, it's not deliberate, but I just find myself getting fucking, you know, wicked into it. And I'm like, I'll just roll over and I roll over and then, okay. Ah, it gets me guys. It gets me. So I, I finished hell's kitchen season six and then, um, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm watching it on Amazon prime. Every single season is on there. So that's, uh, it, it's, I, I really, I want to watch it every time I put something on, but, uh, if I put it on too, sometimes I just notice I'm like, Oh, um, that entire episode went by and I, I hung up three shirts. This laundry is not getting done particularly fast because I'm staring at the screen. So I really have to be mindful of putting on stuff that I'm interested in while I'm trying to do a job because I definitely daydream and, uh, and get into it. So been watching Hell's Kitchen season six and, um, I started watching, um, it's funny enough. I don't know why, but I was watching YouTube and I can't remember what the fuck I was watching on YouTube, but I got into, uh, the Ninja Turtle, uh, movies again. I just, someone was reviewing, um, the, the first movie and it was just like, yeah, I, I remember not too, too many years ago putting on the the Ninja Turtles movies and, and the first one held up and I watched it again and it still holds up. Is it the best movie of all time? No, but for the time you watch it now, you're like, holy fuck. Like it did a really good job of, of building suspense and having some sort of mystery and, and yada, yada, yada. Um, the original Ninja Turtles was a comic book and it was, it was a very dark comic book. Um, so it's interesting to see. Um, that was that movie. Everyone was like, wow, it's so dark. It's not really for kids. It's like, well, it was also based off of the source material. So they, you know, they, they had a lot of those events happening in the the comic books, whatever. So they did a pretty good job of making, uh, you know, the foot seem dark shredder seem dark, the turtles, you know, um, they had some funny, funny moments, but some pretty watching it again. I'm like, there was some pretty fucking badass choreography in the movie. And for guys wearing big foam suits, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it wasn't half bad to see, uh, to see it, you know, come together or whatever. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. If you have access, I watched it on crave, but if you have access to it, check out uh, the first Ninja Turtles movie from like 1989 or 1991, something like that. Um, it's still, it still holds up. Um, and then next week's episode, I'll tell you what number two was like. Um, I think the, I actually, I believe what I watched was a review of the Ninja Turtles three movie. And it was just like, it was eviscerated for how shitty it was. So I, I remember just like, yeah, it was garbage. It made no sense. And at the same time, um, I was like, you know, they were talking about how the first one was, was really good. The second one was, was kind of campy, but fun. And how the third one was just a, an abortion. But, um, yeah. Uh, Ninja Turtles, the first movie have a peek. If you've never seen it, um, it was, it was quite, uh, I don't know. It was good, man. It was good to watch it. I, again, it's something I put on cause I thought I would just have it in the background fully enveloped myself in it. Now you're going to go back and be like, I thought you said you were fucking busy and slammed. Now you're watching all these movies and just doing nothing with your jaw open. Listen, listen, watched it before bed. Okay. I think. <laughs> all right, guys, let's get into the top five of this week and then I'll give you back your lives. Um, top five reasons to terminate someone. Okay. Um, I don't know why this came to mind. Um, uh, the lovely lady gave me this idea. So she actually gave me uh, top five reasons to terminate someone. And then I was like, Oh, and I can do top five times I've been fired. So tune in next week, uh, <laughs> for the top five reasons that I've been fired this week is the top five reasons to terminate someone. And I'm going to tell you guys this, um, because a lot of you will probably think it. Uh, so I just wanted to address it right off the top. I will not be adding unprofessionalism to it. And the reason being is that every one of these reasons in the top five could be quantified as unprofessional. You know what I mean? So unprofessional is just a blanket term it means you're not, you know, you're not doing your job and, uh, and you know, so all of these would be reasons to terminate someone. So we're going to go to number five, number five reason. And, and all of them have like, um, like a two part because they're so close together. Right. So for example, the first one, uh, sorry, or, or, or number five, uh, productivity or competence. 
So yeah, it makes a lot of sense to fire somebody for, or sorry, to, to terminate someone because of productivity or competence. If they're not, you know, if they just seem to be incapable of the job, um, you know, or, or just can't do it fast enough. And again, I'm going to say just right now, all the hell's kitchen I'm watching. Some of these people can do it. They just can't do it fast enough to keep up in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Um, I can cook well if I've got a, you know, instructions in front of me and, and, and all the time in the world to do my prep and stuff, but I just wouldn't be very competent in the kitchen. It's a quick moving, fast paced, whatever. And I just don't know that, um, I'd be able to do it. Um, so it depends on whatever job you have, right? Like for example, my reps, mm, a lot of them are competent, but they're not productive. You know what I mean? Uh, some of them are not competent and not, not productive. So that's number five. Number four, attitude or accountability. Um, and so this one was, was, uh, this one's a big one, um, because attitude and accountability is kind of, you know, it's the same in the sense that like, um, this is, this is how I view it is like, if you are not productive, uh, well, if you're not being as productive or whatever, but your attitude is like, I want to do better. I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. Uh, you know, and if you're like, I'm making these mistakes, like I keep saying this and I don't, if you, ha if you're accountable and you have a good attitude, um, we can coach you through that. Um, so like, um, my, my manager, um, I don't recall if I've ever said his name or not, but just because I currently don't know if he's okay with it. Um, my manager said there's like in his old job, there was like four categories of, of people like of employees and they all fit into one of the spots. So one of them was like, you know, are they, are they productive, you know, and are they living the values? Are they productive and they're not living the values? Are they, you know, living the value, but not productive or are they, are they not living the values and not productive? You know what I mean? And the whole idea is if you're like not productive and you're not loving the values, then it's like, there's nothing we can do to coach you. Whereas if just, even if you're, even if you're not productive, but you live the values, that's somebody we can work with. And that's where I come down to attitude and accountability is if you're somebody who's like, you're trying hard, whatever, and you're just not doing it. Like we can work with that. But if you have a shit attitude and you're like, well, it's not my fault. And I fucking everything I do is when it's like, well, I, I can't, I can't coach you that. If it's never your fault, then there's nothing you can change. You know what I mean? Um, so number four, attitude or accountability. Um, you know, if you keep fucking up too, right? Like Oh, it's never your fault. Well, we can't, we can't fix it then. Uh, number three, absence, tardiness, or, or AKA reliability, right? Like, you know, if you're somebody who's, who's, you know, late all the time or no show, you know, you never know if they're going to be reliable or not. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. That's a, that's a, that's a big reason to terminate somebody. I also put over like productivity or competence because that's something that you just can't coach. You know what I mean? Necessarily. So I feel like that's the hardest one. That's why I put in five. Number four, an attitude and accountability. That's something that's, you know, uh, it's harder to do. Whereas absence and tardiness, you can actually give some really tangible work things. And if someone doesn't want to do it, it's like, all right, whatever. Um, so really like absence, tardiness, and reliability, that's, that's huge. You know what I mean? Like everything else, if they're there, you can kind of work with, if they're just gone or late or whatever, you know, you just can't rely on that. Um, Number two, sexual or other harassment. Um, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty straightforward. I would think, you know what I mean? Also, if you're coming into work and you're fucking harassing people, or you're making someone feel like they don't want to come to work or whatever. Uh, that's a really good reason to get terminated. Um, you know, I really, I, a lot of these are pretty self-explanatory, I think, especially the big ones near the end. So number two, sexual or other harassment. Great reason to terminate someone. Number one reason to terminate someone, uh, that they are John or Sarah Connor. Uh, no, uh, the, the, the number one reason to fire someone is obviously theft or fraud. Um, some people may think, um, well, it's, you know, harassment, whatever. Um, the harassment one. Yeah. Like, let me get myself in trouble right now. Um, the harassment one, the only reason I put it in the second spot, that's a big reason, right? You don't want to fucking sexually harass somebody. But I, the only reason I say that is that sometimes, uh, in certain jobs, there's a certain level of ball breaking that goes on, which could be considered harassment. Um, and same thing if people are making like comments or whatever. Um, I'm just saying that let's put it this way. When you're harassing someone, there is a slight chance that the person who's doing it does not know that they're coming across that way. It might not necessarily be nefarious. Um, whereas number one, theft or fraud, um, 
it's not like when you steal, you're like, oh, this is okay. Right. Like, you know, or, or, or creating fraud, which is something that, uh, we don't, we don't do in my, in my, uh, my FinTech company. We actually have a lot of, uh, you know, rules and, and regulations and safeguards, like technical safeguards that prevent it. Um, but there are places that I've worked where they outright commit fraud, um, where they'll, you know, cell phone places where they'll sign somebody up with, with a, an expired ID or they'll, you know, lie about their income or something like that. Like committing fraud when you're lying, you know what you're doing and you can't be like, Oh, I didn't know it was bad. It's like, so the only, again, just the difference between one and two is that there is, you know, a chance that the person who is maybe making someone feel uncomfortable, you know, ball breaking or whatever at work didn't, you know, doesn't realize that it's, it's not going the way that they intended. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying all cases. All right. I'm just saying sometimes, whereas theft or fraud, it's undeniably nefarious. Um, you know what you're doing and you know, you're choosing to break the rules. So there you go. Top five reasons to terminate someone. Number five, productivity or competence. Number four, attitude or accountability. Number three, absence, tardy, reliability. Number two, sexual or other harassments. Uh, and number one, theft or fraud. Oh, and next week, top five reasons I've been fired onesies. Uh, this is the first episode back 49 minutes, uh, at least on my counter, but, uh, you know, with a little bit of thing on the front, a little bit of an outro song, bang, bang. Um, we, we got close to an hour. Um, uh, it's not my favorite hour. It's not, um, you know, a little bit of what's going on with me. I've got another one to record immediately afterwards. So we're going to do that. Um, I really hope you guys have the best fucking day ever. Um, I look forward to talking to you again soon.